0: Welcome to the AYFL Student Athletes Excel Podcast Show. I'm your host, Coach Cortez. The Atlanta Youth Football League is committed to being a level above the rest by emphasizing being more than just about football. The AYFL exists to enhance the quality of life of our student athletes, their families, and their communities. We utilize football as the hook to capture the attention of our youth as well as their families. In doing so, we aim to achieve the following objectives, guiding them along a successful life path, developing them as leaders, encouraging and supporting them with regards to excelling educationally and connecting them with career slash business opportunities. appreciate y'all for joining us for episode 2 of the AYFL Student Athletes Excel podcast show. In today's episode we're going to talk about how the NFL defensive tackle Perrion Winfrey fumbled the bat. You all may recall that in episode 1 I touched on the fact that just about 7% of high school football players nationwide will go on to play college football on any level. With just about 3% competing on the Division 1 level. Out of that original 7% that play any level of college football, about 2% of that group will go on to play in the NFL. Perion Winfrey had touched that rare air. He was drafted in the fourth round of the 2022 NFL draft by the Cleveland Browns, joining a defensive line that featured one of the best in the game, Miles Garrett. Perion was a star on the field, a three-star prospect during his high school football days. However, due to not meeting the academic requirements to play NCAA Division I football, Perrion did not receive a ton of offers coming out of high school. Nonetheless, he stayed the course, worked hard at the JUCO, Iowa Western Community College, and went on to become the number one junior college prospect in the nation. He flipped that into securing a spot with a very competitive Oklahoma Sooner squad, going on to become a two-time second-team All-Big 12 selection and a key player on a team that was ranked in the top 10 in the nation. His hardworking characteristic again revealed itself on the path to the draft when he earned the honor of being the MVP of the Senior Bowl. So here it is, Perion originating from his hometown of Maywood, Illinois, in the Chicagoland area, a product of Lake Park High School in Roselle, Illinois, consistently overcoming challenge after challenge after challenge. Sounds like the kind of guy that you not only want on your football team, but also on your life team. However, his mental discipline, his off the field decision making capabilities, still needed some development still needed some specific attention and focused guidance the challenge that many people overlook is the very challenge that ended up leading to Perrion fumbling his football bag you see being equipped with the physical gifts and football IQ is one thing being equipped with the mental and emotional discipline is another thing we're talking about physical development versus brain development. During his rookie season, his star teammate, Miles Garrett, had this to say about Perion. We've used our voice a couple of times, and at the end of the day, he's got to learn how to be a pro. Perion wasn't shy about acknowledging being held accountable for his actions upon returning from a team suspension for what was essentially deemed as conduct detrimental to the team. Carry on would state the following. I would say every rookie coming into the organization learns things that they shouldn't do. I feel like people of my age or people that are older than me or in my same age bracket, we're all going through the same struggles of learning where you need to be and how you need to be there. I would say that becoming a pro is something every rookie learns how to do. Some people might say that Perrion is just skillful at knowing what to say, how to say it, and when to say it. Not me. I think he's a genuine young man. His talent alone would have gave him that rebound opportunity when he got into trouble with the organization during the season. But for him to say this, it speaks measures about his mental awareness and his potential for growth and development. Perion said, It just let me know that this game could be taken away from you at any point in time. So just take it seriously 24-7 and count your blessings. Just be able to realize that you're in a blessed position and take it seriously. Unfortunately, even though he finished the football season on the up and up, the off-season decision-making struggles got the best of him. On April 10th of this year, 2023, Perion was arrested in Harris County, Texas for misdemeanor assault against a woman he was dating. According to the court document, Perion caused injury to the woman by grabbing and pulling her with his hand. Although the case was officially dismissed on June 9th, upon Perion's completion of a pre-trial diversion program, it was another domino added to the now narrative that he could not get it together. And thereby, The second incident was The Boiling Point. On Wednesday, July 19th, the Cleveland Browns released Perion after he was involved in a public incident on Tuesday, July 18th, which was partially caught on cell phone recorded video, whereas a different female, in which he had some prior dealings with, had attempted to reconnect with him, yet he ignored her advances, which led to the female calling him a derogatory term that starts with the letter P. The police report indicated, the victim states that they were inside the hotel lobby when they observed suspect Winfrey walking through with a friend. She stated that she knows the suspect and has his phone numbers on her phone. The witness shouted out his name out loud and when he didn't respond, the victim yelled at him calling him a P word victim states that Winfrey became upset and started to approach them so they exited the lobby quickly heading north towards Euclid Ave see there is a such thing as street harassment and that involves unwanted comments gestures or acts directed at someone in a public space without their consent so when the woman called out to Perion, and he ignored her that was the first instance of her harassing him. She then proceeded to call him that derogatory term, which was the second instance of her harassing him. Now, don't misunderstand me. I'm not making excuses for Perion. I don't agree with his subsequent actions. He needs to learn from this mistake. Student athletes that are listening to this message need to learn from Perion fumbling his opportunity. I state what I'm stating. Simply to add context to the situation. Because the way that it has been covered has been completely incomplete. Check me out. We don't know what Perion has been through in his life. What if he felt threatened when that female that he at one point chilled with began disrespecting him? What if her doing that triggered some memories of trauma that he may have experienced in his lifetime? case alleged response when put in that context can be seen as defense mechanisms on the recorded video a male the female described as being perion can clearly be heard saying you know I got it on me that's to say don't play with me you know what I'm about and you know I'm strapped what that female did was similar to a person in the woods proactively going over to a bear and poking it then calling for help when the bear responds by responding with its form of aggression see it wasn't his fault that he was harassed which is more than likely what Perion was alluding to in his since deleted tweet which stated the truth will come out however it was his responsibility to make a better decision in the moment let's break that down Perion initially embraced those females being in his orbit he willingly brought them into his social circle whatever happened happened causing him to not want to chill with them anymore but nonetheless he allowed them initially to get comfortable with being in his aura so silly females will do what silly females do And a mature man would have overlooked this silliness and went about his business. Yet, in his immaturity stage, he took the bait, fell for the trap. And that's just the reality of the situation. Now let's get back to more of the story of that second incident. The primary female involved said they began to record him because they were afraid Yet, it's also likely that they began to record him to embarrass him, to set him up, or to obtain leverage for a payoff. And the reason I say that was a likely possibility is because of the language she used when he initially ignored her advance, along with the smirk that is visible on the still image of the video that she had recorded. One of those, I got you smirks. She most certainly did not have the look of a person who was afraid. She had the look of a person who was either amused by the situation or turned on by the situation. Furthermore, in the police report, she indicated that even after Perion allegedly took the phones from her, her and her friend followed Perion and his friend down an alley and watched as Perion and his friend hopped in the car and left the scene so she began recording because she was afraid she indicated that she saw him with a handgun yet still followed him as he went down an alley to go to the vehicle he was riding in anyhow let's look at this possibility Perion and Ohio's hottest white girl which is what she goes by on IG met at the club Perrion was feeling her look and was feeling the vibe. She peeped that he was moving like either an athlete or a dope boy. And she was feeling his vibe. They exchanged numbers. They kicked it a few times. More likely than not, she gave him a little bit of that spicy kind of attitude. And he wasn't feeling it. They probably got into it. And he cut her off. She felt disrespected or humiliated. And when she saw him at the spot that they both frequented, she made her move and obviously he wasn't operating on that vibrational frequency any longer but wasn't equipped with how to properly distance himself from a potentially volatile situation and he reacted in the manner in which he thought she would respect considering the way that he had come to know of her to carry herself little did he know she was pulling his puppet strings and I say again he fell for the trap She is smirking in the video while recording who she say was him. Yet indicated after the fact that she was afraid. And then after he allegedly put his hands on her and took her phone. She took a pic of a bruise that was on her neck. Which could have come from the alleged incident or could have happened beforehand. We don't know. What we do know is that although Perion, from what I could find online did not have any prior arrest before the April domestic violence misdemeanor and the July incident with Ohio's hottest white girl. Perrion had developed what was perceived by the Cleveland Browns as a pattern of behavior involving his conduct with females, hence their decision to release him from his NFL contract. This whole story is yet another cautionary tale for youth student-athletes, especially our young black men who excel in sports. Because as evidenced with Perion, someone that is familiar with you and has grown to become comfortable with you may become your worst enemy even if you decide to cut ties with them. So all in all, be careful who you make connections with. Be mindful of who you allow yourself to be attracted to think before you move Perion's career is in limbo because of two decisions which only took a few moments yet are having a lifetime's worth of effects and to no surprise out of many many videos covering the situation not one video is talking like I'm talking not one video is examining the character of the character in which Perion chose to affiliate himself with on the other hand, Perion has a track record of being a likable guy, of being a team first guy, of being someone who worked hard to achieve the level of success that he obtained. Perion is on record saying that he needed to mature. We have two incidents involving two females, and the bottom line is Perion messed up. Perion was wrong. He should have removed himself from both situations putting your hands on a female is a big no-no black men we have to set the example for our young black men for our young black youth setting the example by making better decisions involving the selection of the females we choose to associate with making better decisions regarding when a situation with a female gets a little tense walk away from that situation If that female threatens that she's going to fly away, let her fly away. They say that birds fly south for the winter. What do they do when winter is over with? But let's get back to this. We don't have video on the first incident. Yet the reports lean towards describing a situation where Perion and his thin lady friend, who he was dating, had a disagreement. She attempted to walk away from the situation. Rather than allowing her to fly away like he should have been taught to do, he attempted to restrain her from leaving. It is said that she was attempting to walk away from him. He grabbed her hand, thus causing what was described as bodily injury per court records. This brother is six foot four, two 290 pounds, and regardless of intent, that is considered physically intimidating and domestically violent. No matter how much you like her or love her, leave that situation and leave that woman. If she want to go, let her leave. Otherwise, you find yourself in a bad situation because you made a bad move. Think before you move. If you're a student athlete listening to this, pay attention. Take notes learn some lessons from Perion's mistakes. If you're a person of influence within the circle of influence of a student athlete utilize this cautionary tale to help lead them towards making better decisions. Perion is unemployed potentially losing access to his NFL dream forever. Facing possible aggravated armed robbery charges in the state of Ohio and more likely than not will be dealing with depressive episodes. Soon to be 23 years old and feeling like his whole world is crumbling right before his eyes. Neuroscientists say the human brain is not fully developed until the late 20s. So again, I say when we make this thing that we're doing all about football and neglect to take the time that we have with these young men and instill within them principles of respect leadership, discipline, honor, and love, we're truly doing them a huge disservice. Because even those that are so fortunate enough to go on and touch that rare air, they can quickly lose the opportunity in the time that it takes to run one football play. All that hard work, all that sacrifice, all the blood, sweat, and tears, all for what? To have to deal with the public humiliation, To have to deal with wishing and hoping for another opportunity. Come on, man. Y'all got to feel what I'm saying. You're with this young man doing practice. Some of y'all picking them up, dropping them off, taking them out to eat. Don't just make your conversations with them just about that ball. And yeah, we know it may not completely register with them right here and right now. At this stage in their life. But time after time after time, whenever I run into a former youth athlete that I've coached, they tell me, Coach, I see what you were saying. It makes sense now. I ain't want to hear it when you was telling me. But it helped me get through this situation or that situation. Because I had you in my head talking me through it. And I appreciate that, Coach. So that's all I got for y'all on today's episode. And I'm gonna close out by re emphasizing what the AYFL is all about. Student athletes succeed. Student athletes lead. Student athletes excel. Student athletes work. Student athletes serve. It's more than football, it's bigger than football. Utilize football and other sports as a tool for constructing and revitalizing our communities. Utilize the power of sports to influence and transform our people. And we need y'all help. We need business owners to join with us with the student athletes work program so that we can connect you all with our youth so they can see that there is more to life than what they may be limited to seeing on a daily basis. Because a lot of these kids are, are hurting A lot of these kids are suffering. A lot of these kids are in pain. And it's up to us to do something about that. Join our giving circle. Help us be better positioned to help our youth. We are here getting our hands dirty with our youth. And we need y'all help. We invite both individuals and companies to join forces with us to uplift, support, and inspire the youth of our communities through the programs that the AYFL is advancing. Financial contributions can be made either annually, quarterly, or monthly. Visit the Giving Circle page on our website at www.atlantayfl.org. Follow us and inbox us on IG at Atlanta YFL. If you're a business or institution that is interested in supporting and or collaborating with us, either email us at info at org or text slash call 770-758-4797. Again, that's 770-758-4797. And for all things AYFL related, the online home of the league is www.AtlantaYFL.org. Again, I say big time appreciation goes out to all of our member associations and affiliated leagues, as well as all the directors, coaches, team managers and parents. We know that y'all sacrifice a lot to pour into these young men and young women your contributions will not be overlooked. Thank y'all for all that you do. And on that note, that concludes episode two of the AYFL Student Athletes Excel Podcast Show. And again, I'm your host, Coach Cortez. And to all my student athletes out there, remember to be focused, be disciplined, don't quit, keep your head up, stay committed, compete, have faith, and finish.